Introducing Mr. T Consulting for all your occupational therapy needs. From the creator of OT Talk with Mr. T comes the newest forum for occupational therapy consulting. Occupational therapy seeks to help individuals live life to its fullest by helping individuals be as independent and as functional in their own lives and their own roles. But OT goes beyond the sessions in the clinic or therapy room, which are often limited to a few times a week for set timeframes and often only deal with the clients themselves, forgoing the crucial family aspect and home environmental factor. What about educating, incorporating, implementing, and consulting treatment of the client that goes home after the sessions with the rest of the family? What about if you're unsure if you want actual sessions but want advice from a real life OT who hosts his own free radio OT podcast right here on OT Talk with Mr. T with over four years experience in the public school system as a pediatric OT working with gen ed kids and children with special needs. Mr. T has met with and educated countless clients and families incorporating key transferability and generalizability of skills learned in therapy for the client to use in their home life and their environment essential for carryover of skills learned in therapy. Come and meet with Mr. T. Feel free to email at maximum tee at yahoo.com or give us a call at 516-486-2849. Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally as well as how to incorporate functional life skills and fine motor skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're in the last few topics. We're going to talk about pet therapy. Pet therapy is a very cool idea, a very cool thing to use to help use animals as a therapeutic tool, as a therapeutic idea. The therapeutic use of pets such as dogs, cats, fish, and horses, which we'll talk about another time, is often used within OT practice and is considered to be a sensory modulation approach. Sometimes it's referred to as animal-assisted therapy. The integration of animal-assisted therapy into clinical practice and related research may also be found within the nursing, psychological, and rehabilitation literature as well as others. It has only been in the last half of the 20th century that research and professional recognition has been gained regarding the use of pet therapy. We're looking at otinnovations.com with help with this topic. Some benefits of using pet therapy include spirit, mind, and body interconnectedness in so many ways. Watching the fish swimming in a fish tank, petting a cat, petting a dog have been found to decrease blood pressure and anxiety. Social interactions typically increase when pets are brought into nursing homes and mental health care settings. Perhaps most important, therapeutic interactions with pets often provide unconditional love, affection, and acceptance, helping people of all ages feel a greater sense of belonging and connectedness within the world. Positive experiences with pets simply and naturally tend to bring forth nurturing instincts and behaviors. You know, you come home from a long day. You don't feel like talking. The dog doesn't ask you anything, doesn't want anything from you, just wants to unconditionally give you the love without talking, without asking or whatever. Obviously, it's important to have the spouse, to have the family, to talk things out. But sometimes if you just want that pet to just sit there, sometimes people like the pet in addition to the the other aspects of their life. Sometimes I want the pet to walk out in the world and to take that walk to blow off steam. If the if the boss was mean to you, you don't want to do transference. You don't want to kick whatever's in your way. Sometimes you just need to walk it off and the pet can do that so that you can have the best behavior and outlook possible with the members of your family. Some goals in pet therapy 
include facilitating communication and social interactions, facilitating the expression of feelings, brightening mood and effect and lessening anxiety, exploring grief and loss issues, helping to improve reality orientation, helping to improve the ability to cooperate, increasing the ability to trust, helping to learn appropriate forms of touch, helping to improve self-esteem and self-worth and providing an opportunity to show up affection you can hold that pose call it an action at the start of a pet therapy group at cooley dickinson hospital acute inpatient behavioral health unit in northampton ma ot marie shallow for otrl is shown to the right with the pet therapy if you're looking at this link it's otinnovations.com slash pet therapy so the ot in the picture is with the dog and they're in that picture together and she brought the dog into the session when you bring pet therapy into medical or therapeutic settings it is necessary to develop policy and procedures for use well in advance starting the program it's important to work in collaboration with skilled pet therapy organizations that specialize in training pets and their owners about how to engage in this therapeutic process within different settings and different populations one such organization is Bright Spot Therapy Dogs, and they provide interested owners and dogs with training necessary to learn the skills required to qualify as an official therapy dog team. You can go to brightspot.org slash index.html. you got to collaborate with a skilled organization that knows the policy and guidelines governing the presence of dogs in hospitals and other places to establish the process. A dog team, therapy dog team training process often requires obedience trainings, volunteer mentorship, on-site evals, and community awareness pro- Pro workshops. There are many benefits, but you have to know that some people may not have positive experiences to pet therapy. Trauma histories, allergic reactions, paranoia, or fear of certain animals are just a few examples of why this may not be positive for some. Therefore, you have to assess the risks and benefits for each individual. And you can definitely think about if it is good for your clientele or not, but it's definitely a wonderful thing to do. AOTA also talks about incorporating animal-assisted therapy and assisting dogs into practice at aota.org slash practice slash rehabilitation dash disability slash service dash animal dash assisted dash therapy dot ASPX. Animals have been a part of healthcare settings for decades and their service has been described by many terms. Pet therapy, therapy dogs, service animals, and pet-facilitated therapy AOTA provides a variety of resources for OT practitioners using animal-assisted therapy, which is called AAT in practice. And there's really good things about using the animals and the different pets in in therapy. It's really a wonderful thing, and it could really be very helpful to many different people. And God willing, we'll, uh, we'll look at that tomorrow here on an OT Talk. We're just going to finish up looking at covalentcareers.com slash resources slash occupational dash therapy dash and dash animals dash part one unleashing the animal in animal in occupational therapy resources for practice training and research and this is by diana varvara and jenny DePeace feinstein ot and animals of course can be combined the biggest question is how the practitioner needs resources. These resources are scattered, often buried, but you can definitely dig and find them. They're different things to do, and you could grow in this area of OT. The OTs in the past decade have been increasingly involved in the growing field of human-animal interaction, known as HAI. It's shared dynamic associations between people and animals and the effects of those relationships on health and well-being. And this comes from McArdle, McCoon, Griffin, Esposito, and Freund, 2011. And this meshes with OT for pet care is an instrumental activity of daily living, IADLs, according to OTA's framework in 2014. 
They can help OT clients engage in meaningful daily activities. So a handful of OTs recommend or value clients for such animals or help the clients learn to work with them. And animal-assisted therapy, AAT, can help appropriate clients reach OT goals. It also is composed of interventions delivered and documented by a health or human service professional like an OT where an animal is incorporated into treatment with a professional scope of practice. And that comes from Pet Partners 2012. The OT may feel that they can handle the animal herself or work with a human handler and her animal. It differs from animal-assisted activities, which have more of a meet-and-greet nature. For example, volunteers visiting elder care facilities or engaging in library reading programs with their pets. It's still uncommon, but OTs can practice AOTA and incorporate the animals as diverse as horses, llamas, dogs, and ducks into their work. As of 2014, there are 49 self-identified OTs registered with pet partners as animal-assisted therapy providers, 37 in the U.S. And, excuse me, using the animals can help reach many different goals. We have to make sure that the benefits outweigh the risks. We have to make sure we understand the clients, understand the clientele, understand the different students or whatever using the animals. We want to make sure that it's helpful for them and not harmful for them. Join us next time as we continue talking about pet therapy and OT here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.